time circuit talk. It's the conference of the list of geekdom. It is the clock. You just made the list! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the clock, issue number 82. Review all in. And as always, I'm Graydon. And I'm Ian. And this is the clock. Yeah, first of all, we want to apologize that this is getting up late because of computer issues and life issues. Yeah, we, we apologize that the that you had to wait for issue number 82. We're sorry about that. We're now have a new computer and things are running smoothly right now. So what we're doing is we're going to be talking about and breaking down the show for you guys. You probably have heard this elsewhere many different times before. And give you our thoughts and our experience at the show, too. At the biggest wrestling, independent wrestling show ever, the sold-out Sears Center at All In on September 1st of this month. So, Ian, first of all, before we get into the show, what did you think of the overall show? It was good. It was good. Yeah, I, I it was a great show. I enjoyed it from top to bottom and even in the middle. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, so we start off the show with our pre-show, or as they call it, All In Zero Hour. Yep. Yep. Where we start off with SoCal Uncensored, facing off against the Briscoe Brothers. That's SoCal Uncensored, Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. SCU. Yeah, SCU. Against the Briscoe Brothers, J and Mark Briscoe, of the ROH Tag Team Champions. This is not for the ROH Tag Titles, though. All right. Ian. SoCal and Sister came out dressed as Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed. Yep. That was hilarious. Yes, it was. Because <laughs> last time we saw them, they were in Philadelphia. Hmm. Hmm. Which was paying homage to the Rocky movie with both of them there, and they even yeah. had the running training montage, which we didn't really get to see the video mm-hmm. off in our, yeah, there. Hopefully it played across that TV better. Yeah. But anyways, it, this tag team match showcased all four men, and show, showcased what tag team wrestling can be. Yes. Not what the WWE says tag team wrestling is. Yeah. I mean, not only do we have fast tags, hot tags, Mm-hmm. We also had times where it was double teams, uh, all four men in the ring. Yeah. This match, believe it or not, it only went 12 and a half minutes. Yep. Which was a great storytelling match for him. SCU, uh, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky won. Okay, I got to say first, I remember Ian, back in 1999 when I started the whole world of V-Fetting uh-huh. in, in high school. Yeah. Somebody used a Frankie Kazarian image. I'm like, who's that? I had no idea outside WWE who people were. There was AJ Styles and Frankie Kazarian. They're like, oh, that's AJ Styles and Frankie Kazarian. Oh, so I looked him up. At that time, 1998 is when he debuted as the future Frankie Kazarian. Yeah. The guy looks like he doesn't age. The guy mm-hmm. hasn't aged in in over 20 years. Yeah. 20... Think about that. 20 years... And he's been in TNA and ROH and a bunch of other indie promotions. But 20 years, 
Pony, uh, perfecting his craft. Does it need to go big time to do it? No. Has stayed relevant even over those 20 years. Many people, after that spin, try and stay relevant. <coughs> Taker, <coughs> Triple H, <coughs> Mick Foley, <coughs> Super Showdown. Um. Oh, did I say that out loud? Um, sorry about that. Then, shortly after that match, we get the 19-person over-budget Battle Royale to determine the number one contendership for Jay Lethal's ROH Championship for later that night. Okay. Yep. 19 people. Everything from Chicago's own Cole Cabana to Jordan Grace. Yes, a woman was even in this match. To Billy Gunn and his son KD Gunn. Yep. Um, All Ego was there. Punishment Martinez. The Hurricane. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Hurricane Helms, as he calls himself now. Um, and and Chico. The master luchador from Mexico. Yes. He was. He, he wears a green mask. If you see him being the lead, you know who Chico is. Um, this match was great. You see all the competitors that come out. There's no separate introductions, which I wish it was. At least, yeah. at least for Colt. It's his hometown, for Pete's sake. Colt, the, some of the bigger name wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Colt, Billy Gunn, yeah, Pushman Martinez. But I can understand because of time, they they needed to, yeah, get it moving and just needed to do it that way. Yeah. So. So in this match, we get oh Brian Cage was also in this match too, and Moose. We get some awesome spots like. We get the moose punch, moose punch, moose punch, yeah. moose punch. Although the live crowd actually had it backwards. Every time he would punch, they would say moose and go like this, and they were quiet. Every time they would he do the train horn, they were quiet. And every time they would punch, they would say moose. Yeah, I think that was intentional. I think it was intentional. I think it was intentional. It was cool to see the Wolverine, Brian Cage, getting um, squatted by Jordan Grace. Yeah. Wasn't a... Uh, uh, Bubba Ray also in this match? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bully Ray. Bully Ray, whatever. Bully Ray calling himself that. is the last competitor in this match. Jordan Grace, for those of you that don't know, she's huge on the indie scene right now. She's promoting intergender matches. Uh-huh. Now, uh, guys, men versus women. Yes. Intergender matches. <clears throat> mixed matches. And she's the champ of several um, companies out there. She's great. Her yeah. nickname is Thick Mama Pump for a reason. Yep. Yeah. With three C's. Yeah. Three C's. Thick Mama Pump. Yep. And, and there's a reason why. This, she, one, is an attractive lady. Two, mm-hmm. she is built like a most, house. Um, like a house. Most men would be afraid to fight her. She, yeah. If she were taller, I would say she would remind me a lot of China. Uh, would you say she has... She's like Beth Phoenix. Yes. WWE yes. Yes. For those of you who want to compare her, she uh, like Beth Phoenix, except she's about the uh, the height, maybe a little bit taller of like Mickey James. Yeah. Alexa Bliss. That. Yeah. So kind of like that. Yeah. So um, she was there. She lifts Brian Cage, who's well, who's like what three hundred pounds, very muscular. Think. Uh, Chris, uh, think Chris Bash's way first done, but even swole, uh, even more swole yeah. than that. Think about the, um, think Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Olympia, that yeah. that big. Yeah, she's dead. him off the ground, 
puts him on his shoulders. Misses once, stumbles, gets back up, and drops it for a Death Valley driver. I'm crowd, like, the crowd the exploded cr- at the that. Crowd hot. Yeah. At that, because that was on call. Oh, the, you weren't thinking that. Yeah. And then we get the big names doing their big moves, like Billy Gunn doing the suck it ch- chop with his son, and then yeah. um, doing a famouser. Yeah. He, he flips somebody over. Oh, he goes for Punishment Martinez. Punishment Martinez grabs him by the throat. Billy Gunn hits his hand off. He grabs him by the throat. Punishment Martinez hits his hand off. Billy Gunn kicks him. He turns around into Hurricane, who's standing there with his hand, ready to choke Sam. This him up. Punishment Martinez is not a small guy. No. He's like 6'6", six, six, like almost 300 pounds, and the Hurricane lifted him up. Yeah. He's a superhero after all. He did the Hurra Slam. Yeah, the Hurra Slam. And the fan and the crowd went crazy for that. Yes. Yeah. And then we had that little Mac guy who was like this little looked like a little kid. It looked like uh what's that one guy from the pre show? The hair. That, that's who I'm talking about. Roberts, him. Oh, Justin Roberts. Looks a little bit like Justin Roberts. Yeah, but or, it was, or Richard short yeah. or short, skinny Richard Simmons. Yeah. He stood no chance, but at the beginning of this match, Bully Ray took out Chico. Yes. At a table ringside. Chico was out there the whole match. Bully Ray ends up eliminating everyone else. It was him. Believe it or not, it was him and Jordan Grace at the end. Yeah. Those were the final two. And I'm like, Jordan Grace is going to win this? Holy cow. I'm like, this is going to be crazy. And then she, uh, and she, I, she gets it. Yeah. She gets I'm like, I'm like, but. I'm like. You and I both looked we, we at each both, other, we, we, we and we saw, we were Chico's like, wait, still down. Chico's still on the outside of the ring, and there's a ref been there, and he hasn't really been eliminated. Uh-uh. So we're like, okay, we're going to watch this. Wait, wait, because at the show where we're saying we can see everything. Yeah. Um. So we saw that. And then all of a sudden, Ian. Yep. Jordan Grace gets eliminated. No, not by a fault of her own. She tries to do her the same move she did to... Brian Cage yeah. to Bully Ray, he he does it, he eliminates her, and mm-hmm. he thinks he's winning and staying there. Chico comes back into the ring. Yeah. Unmasks, reveals himself to be Flip Gordon. Who was it booked in this show to begin with? Yeah. Flip found a way out. I wonder how the guys from when they come back in October, um what they'll do to Flip for for crossing them for being yeah. booked in the show. Yeah. When he wasn't. He ends up eliminating Bully Ray, and then ends up winning, and the crowd went nuts when they found out was flipping, and just was chanting his name there at the end. I was chanting, I was chanting flop. Yes. Flop Jordan. Flop Jordan. That match went 17 minutes and 6 seconds. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that was our pre-show. It was, it was 30 minutes and almost 40 seconds. Ian. Yep. Then we get our main event, our main card of the night, folks. When MJF, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. MJF. The guy who hates everything and everyone. Uh-huh. Who thinks he's better than you. I love the gimmick. It's like a Damien Sandow kind of gimmick. It's like a Damien Sandow meets The Miz. Yeah, it was. I love so. MJF. I'm a, I am follow you, MJF, on, on um, Twitter. You're hilarious. I love all your tweets. I was... Pretty much everyone else was rooting for Matt Cross in this match. I was rooting for you. I was rooting for you also. <laughs> we were the ones to start the MJF chant. Yeah, so. yeah. From from our um, seats up at the bleachers, if you could hear that, that was us. We were MJF. Yep. 
Um, first is Matt Cross. Matt Cross, like Frankie Kazarian, has been around for a while. Not yeah. necessarily 20 years. You might know him as Son of Havoc on um, Lucha Underground. Oops, I should not have said that. Oops. Oops. But no, Matt M-Dog 20, Matt Cross. Known for his shooting star... Known for a shooting star uh, splash. Yeah. Executes it beautifully. And after a well-fought match, at the 9 minute to 23 second mark, beats MJF. I was a little disappointed because I wanted MJF to win, but... Yeah. But Matt Cross being a surprise, won. Yeah. Next up, the lights went out, and we, and the green lights started going. We're going... I'm like, oh, it's... Uh, if it was, this is the video, oh, it's DX. Yeah. No, but it's not. It's the Bullet Club music's playing, so we know it's Stephen Amell. Yeah, Stephen Amell comes out with Josh Sagara, a member of the Bullet Club's entourage and a personal friend of Stephen Amell's, comes out with to face the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Oh. For those of you that don't know, Christopher <laughs> Daniels has been working. He was with THQ working for the WWE games. I don't think he does the motion capture no. for 2K. I don't think so. Anymore. I know he used to for um, the series when THQ did it. Yeah. Like the first first couple 2Ks he did. Yeah. First couple 2Ks he did, but not any of the new ones. Oh, wow. What can we say about this match, Ian? Uh, what can we say about this? Uh, the, 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 uh, SCU. SCU. Well, imagine, you're not Batman. You're not. You're not Batman. No, but I mean, great match, especially with an actor. Great match. No, normally with matches like this, they protect the actor. Yeah. Look at anything WWE's done, even with a mount. Yeah. Mickey Rourke. At the first time, Ronda Rousey when she first got there. Yeah. Um, John Stewart, Shaq. Yeah. They protect the celebrity. Here, Stephen Amell was actually wrestling. Got Christopher Daniels in a headlock. Took a table spot. Mm-hmm. A table spot, folks. And I think over the grin, I go, uh, I wonder if WB is going to be pissed off at him for that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my exact words. I, I think I think they realized that they were in good hands. I mean, they could not have chosen the most a better guy for him to work with, though, in this match. Anyone who's ever worked with Daniels has said that Christopher Daniels is one of the safest workers ever. Yeah. So, with him being in that corner, and Amel was training that week with Cody. Yeah. And and Christopher Daniels, just to, to make sure he got certain moves down right, certain spots mm-hmm. down right that he wanted, he wanted to make sure that he did. He, yeah. he goes, I want to make this, wow, this is a show worth remembering, a show of history. I want to be a part of this. I want to make it a, a good impression. Yeah. So he went out there and did it. And With was, his short hair and beard. Yes. He had a full beard and everything. It, it, be, it was a full beard because he's in prison and yeah. Arrow now. So yeah. it was that one. He comes out wearing his Arrow gear, it looked like. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His pants he was wearing was kind of his Arrow pants. Just a little bit tighter and a little bit. Yeah. But believe it or not, something like this, you, what, what would you say the time limit would be on this, Ian? Like, what would you give our normal match yeah, for this for time limit? Uh, for, for something like this, what would you say the time limit with an actor would usually be in a match like this? It features an actor. Five minutes. Five minutes? Five to eight minutes. Okay. I know this one was 12. 12 and a half. Yeah. 12 and a half minutes. 
And no interference from SCU at all from the other or two Bullet members. Club. Or Bullet Club. It was these two men in the ring. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Stephen Amell, I knew he was an actor. I knew he does a lot of his own stunts, and I know he's very into the um, Ninja Warrior parkour stuff. Yeah. But seeing him do this, holy cow. And then shortly after that match is done, they um, shake hands in the middle of the ring. Yep. And... And he, um, Christopher Daniel raises Amel's hand. Goes over to the turnbuckle and says, get up yeah, on the turnbuckle. Yeah. And they get up on the turnbuckle and they... I thought right there when he said get up on the turnbuckle, you were just going to see SCU's beat him. Oh, I, I, I thought we were going to see another, um... Lights go off and all you see is a guy with I, I a thought, cape running I, around. I, I know, I thought we were going to actually see, um, Christopher Daniels pull out, like a, like you said, like a Batman cowl. Or, um, go, go for his, um... Not his best boots out ever, which he won with, by the way. Yep. B M E, the best moonsault ever. Yeah. Hitting up all three rungs of the turnbuckle. Yeah. But no, which was awesome. Um. Yeah. So after that match, in we go into the four corner, fiddle four way match with the women. This was Doctor Britt Baker. Uh, DM, DMD, which is true. It's not just a gimmick. She's an actual dentist. Yeah. Who's got it earlier that week, so she had, had a lab coat she was wearing. was actually a new lab coat. Nice. Um, we get Chelsea Green, hot mess Chelsea Green, who the most of you might remember from TNA as Laurel Van Ness. Yeah. With the, kind of the same gimmick. Yeah. But I liked it that, that she was Chelsea Green, but then she was this hot mess character, and it was like a kind of a two faced persona. Yeah. We get the queen herself. Madison Rain in this match up as well. I'm like going, wow! This match just got elevated when it was first announced. Yep. Then fully and then raise up the four not, fingers. Not least, yeah, raise up the four fingers because you had Tessa Blanchard. Yes, Tessa Blanchard. Who came? Who sitting there right by the ramp or right by the stairs when she came down was Bangham TA and her father Tully Blanchard. Yeah, they all three shared like a scene on camera. See Tolly and her hold up the four fingers, and Tessa like hugs them both and gets into the middle of that ring. Yep. These women tore that house down. Yeah, you want to you want to see good female wrestling? Yes, the May Young Classic has it with some of these women mm-hmm. because Madison Rain or Ashley Rain, as she goes by in there, is actually on there. Chelsea Green is set to go to the Performance Center soon. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard's currently in Impact. As your knockouts champion. WWE needs to get her. Just so you can have her and Charlotte feud. Oh, yeah. Feud and then eventually team up. And make the actual four horsemen. Those two, Natty and, I don't know, put Nia Jackson there as the enforcer. Yeah. You need an Arn Anderson type, but she's perfect. Her or or Tamina. Or Tamina. One of the two. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. This match was crazy. We, We saw... We saw Chelsea Green do her boyfriend's, uh, you know it boot, the yeah. Broski boot in the yeah. corner. And she goes, who, 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 and runs and does it. But, I mean, Tessa Blanchard won this match, the Hangman's DDT, in the middle of the ring to Chelsea Green. Yeah. And, and what some would say would be the weirdest finish of the night. Because... The ref counted two. No, it, ref counts one, two... 
three, and we weren't sure if Britt Baker was supposed to break it up because she tried to break it up. He counts it as three, and it's over, but it looked like she broke it up. And it's like the women were standing around like, huh? Kind of confused a little bit. But it was actually a three match at the 12.41 mark. Yeah. 12 minutes, 41 seconds. I don't think WWE allows it, even as a women go that long. I mean, uh-uh. SummerSlam might have been close with Charlotte. Um, yeah. Charlotte, the Charlotte triple threat mm-hmm. match with her Becky Lynch and Carmella might have been close, but beyond that, I don't think so because not only did you, all four of these women get great time in the ring, they got to showcase their skills, showcase their move sets, yeah, and showcase why these are four of the top women in professional wrestling today. Yeah, man, know me and me and Graydon, we were starting to get the four chant going through four. We were holding up our hands, well, four, four fingers the whole and match. And someone behind us was like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then we like, explained to him, Jessica Blanchard. Blanchard's, her father was one of the four horsemen. She, he's like, she, oh. She's a second gen four horsemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, four uh, horsewoman. Oh, okay. And, and but like I look back during that match, and he's also holding up the four at times in there too. Every time she would do something, he would hold up the four fingers yep. that way. So the next match. By far is the one that everyone was talking about. Andy and I thought this should have been the main event. It should have been the main event. It should have huh. been. Maybe someone out there should do a wrestling rebooking, huh? Well, 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 well huh. you know what, Ian? If we do, I w- it would be the same card. Just this match would be at yeah, the end. Yeah, basically. Okay, here's what it is. Ready? It's for the NWA World's, yes, I said that right, World's Heavyweight Championship. Nick Aldis, the champion, Magnus, Mr. Mickey James, um, takes on Cody Rhodes. For those of you that don't know who Cody is just by that name. Yeah. For the championship. In a sanctioned match by the NWA. Yep. Nick Aldis, uh, Cody comes out first yep. with his entourage. No, not the Bullet Club. With the Nightmare Family, as he calls it. With his lovely wife, Brandy. Mm-hmm. His dog, Pharaoh. Yep. Diamond Dallas Page, Glacier, and Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. I, I, we understood because going to the DDP, um, DDPY workshop earlier in the day. Yeah. Why DDP was there. Yeah. He told Gla- us, DDP yeah. told us the story. Glacier, I understand, too, is a close family friend. Yeah. But Dreamer was the one I was a little confused by, and then I did my research Dreamer was one of the guys who helped train Cody. Yep. So, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, besides his besides his father, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, Magnum T.A. is his godfather, so there's a relationship there with the... Um, yeah, trained by Glacier. He was also trained by Glacier, too. Yeah. So, Glacier is not just a family friend. He's also a mentor and trainer for Cody. Yeah. Nick Aldis comes out with... Tim Storm, who he just beat for this title. Yeah. Former NWA champion. Yeah. Former NWA champion, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, I'm sorry. Former NWA champion, J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. Who, I might add, is short. Yeah. Yeah, we saw him in person. Saw him in person. I'm like going, I'm going, I look at Ian. I'm like, I didn't expect that. Ian like Ian and I are right around six foot. He was shorter than that. Yeah. He was short. No he, offense, yeah, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, yeah. He came out with also Sean Devari. Yep, and Samuel Shaw was the other guy. Yeah, 
Samuel Shaw. Those of you that don't know, he had like a Dexter gimmick in TNA there for a while. Well, I mean, I kind of said Jeff Jarrett and Tim Stork as their former NWA champions. Sean Devari, I can understand from their time in TNA together, probably, and Samuel Shaw that way. But, I mean, it makes sense with Cody who he chose. Yeah. Two of them were, were, with Nick Aldis make sense. The other one does not. But anyways, this match was amazing. We had a spot, and it was ref by Earl Hebner. You screwed Brett! You yeah, we got that chant. Going. There was a you screwed <laughs> Brett chant. There was a you screwed Brett chant. And going Earl there. actually responded to Parker. He went, eh, give, yeah. give, give the shrug. It's like, well, yeah. well, he has a t-shirt that he sells called Yes, yeah. I Did. Yes, I Did, yeah. And it's a ref shirt, and it says, Yes, I Did It. Mm-hmm. I screwed Brett. That's what it said. And it, it was... He, he even played it. He, he kind of laughs it off and kind of shrugs and waves Wait. at the fans to make it, make us all shut up about it. Yeah. But anyways, oh, I love it. The, the reason why he was there is he's familiar with NWA rules. Well, he's still he's still officially yeah licensed and, by them. Yeah, and it's, he's still an official NWA referee. Yeah. they needed an official NWA referee for this match for the title change. So you know for, for yeah for the title actually to be put on the line. Yes. period. And that was it. So, in an amazing match. Well, bef- before that, uh-huh. uh, Cody gets knocked completely on, out on yeah. the outside of the ring. Yeah. Through a table. Yeah, it's, uh, sometime during the match, he gets he knocked out. They call these through see, a table. See the ref sitting there going. Heather's calling the edge, which means the medical team needs to come out. We're like, is this match going to end? Holy cow. Via ref's decision? And Brandy's sitting there like, come on, Cody. Like, she's actually kneeling down with the ref and like, Worried for him, yeah. And, and out comes so he signal so the says for we think EMT comes out, but out comes CDP. He's going to and the guy behind him behind us says they're going to heal by the power, the power of yoga. yoga. And then they got a yoga chant, which I know CDP's like it's not yoga. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So, but but yeah, he does that. Sean Devari comes out with a towel. It's like he's going by way to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. He pushes DDP off to the side. And you just see DDP look at him like... Sean Devari gets to the ring to make sure Nick... Yeah, make sure Nick all this is fine. DDP gets in the ring. And we all... And the crowd goes wild because they know what's going to happen. The, the crowd goes wild. DDP diamond cuts Sean Devari right in the middle of the ring. Does his little self-high-five taunt, his diamond pose, and bang! Right in there. And you just heard a massive bang. Bang! Yeah. There and it w- but that's what why Sean Devari. It would have made more sense if it was Jeff Jarrett it, because the, then you'd have the NW the WCW NWO right there. It, it, it would make it would have made sense. No, it made sense because I we knew um, Waltman, um, Hall and Nash were there for the weekend. Yeah. So so it would have made more sense to have one of those three or all three of them come down. The DP just starts diamond cutting. Well, no, diamond they, cutting everybody. Nick Aldi should have had those three. Come down with him. Have the NWO come down. Oh, you can't have Bullet Club. I'll have NWO. Yeah. But here's the thing. No Bullet Club comes down. No. That's the thing. Cody didn't want anyone from Bullet Club involved in this match. Yep. And it was amazing. Cody goes for the beautiful disaster. Yeah. His kick. Magnus ducks it. Mm -hmm. He goes for Crossroads. Magnus reverses it. And we're like, oh my god. How is this match going to end? Uh, He he goes for... um, Nick goes for his finisher. Yeah. And Cody is bleeding. Like, like he that table, you mm. could tell he didn't cut himself. He was hard bleeding. Yeah. 
and his hair was like red. His face had the crimson mask, but it was it was wiped off enough from his, and it looked like it was wiped off enough that it. And there was like some hydro that DDP brought down like some hydrogen peroxide or something because it, it didn't bleed as much. Yeah. So which I'm thinking it was probably a squid pack, but no, it wasn't. Just the amount of just how red it was. Yeah. But and it, it was in his hair. Yeah. Squid packs would no. normally go down, yeah. not up. Yeah. So for his blood. So. It, it was that way. So he would bust it open hard. And pictures afterwards proves that it was a real cut. Yeah. Um. Anyways, he was there. Holy cow. He, he comes fighting back. He does his father's bionic elbow. Boom! Crowd goes yeah. wild. Crowd goes wild. Because we haven't seen... Like, the only one who really busts that out, truly... Is Goldust. Is, is his brother it's Dustin. his brother Dustin, yeah. Just... Who can actually do it properly. Yeah. With the, even the little shimmy and then... Yeah, with the shimmy and his little Goldust. As he goes up, it goes... Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, which, he wishes he was there. He told Cody... Via Instagram on his Instagram, then the following day he goes, I wish I could be there with you, little bro. It, it sounded, it was an amazing show. I saw it on TV. It's yeah. amazing. I wish I could be there to celebrate with you, but we're going to celebrate later. Yes. When I, next time I see him, we're going to celebrate. Yeah. So, which is great. Yeah. I really wish he was there, though, to celebrate with his brother, because it would make more, it would have made Cody winning it at the end. It would have made him that much more to have his brother there with him. Yeah, and then you see him, his brother challenges him for the title. And then you have the match everyone wants. But here's the thing. Cody become, wins a title that his father held. Yeah. Oh, and Harley Race yeah. held this title. Yeah. Ric Flair mm-hmm. held this title. Uh, yeah. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. R-Truth. Yep. AJ Styles. Yep. This is a belt that has its pedigree. Yeah. Its lineage yeah. is better than their WWE title. Oh, that better than the WCW title. Yeah. One thing I did want to say, though, that yeah. I really liked about it was Cody's entrance. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Oh, his theme song? Yeah. yeah. Wrestling has more, more than, than one, one, one royal, royal family. family. And, his banner and, on the background said, I think it's true. And, and the kingdom, yeah. The yeah. kingdom place. I love that theme for him. It's perfect for his character that he does. Yeah, I heard uh, Goldust might be using that. Uh, wrestling has more than one royal family. Yeah, at least that, that small part, part of it, yeah. yeah. But anyways, this match in was 22 minutes and one second. Yeah. Co- when Cody wins, the crowd everywhere erupts. <laughs> They're all standing to their feet, chanting for him, doing it, because everything was against Cody in this. Because yeah, they showed a gif of it, and right as the ref hit three, you just saw it, boom! Yeah, and as, soon as, that, as soon as that hit, one, Matt, two, three. three. That's, the, that's the amazing thing about social media. And someone videotaped it, made a gif, and showed it. Right as his hand went down, the crowd just stood up. Yeah. It was amazing. And it was like, at least, what, two minutes? Mm-hmm. At least two to three minutes of them just chanting there. And Cody's like, happy yeah. down. And just you celebrating. deserve it. Yeah. You deserve a chance. Yeah, you deserve a chance. This is awesome chance. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, that was, holy cow. You see, this is why I said that this match should have been the main event. Yeah. That, that would be an image to close the show out with, is Cody celebrating oh, in the yeah. ring with his wife, yeah. one of his mentors. Mm-hmm. See, I, I wanted to get the the Roman Reigns chant going, but I was like, no, no. Not in this match, though. No. And then in a, another match. Yeah, 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 with one coming up. Yeah. The next match after this kind of took a weird turn. 
Yeah, it's a good it, it, it we're, was, just gonna, we're just going to skip it. it. It was a Chicago street fight with the Joey killer, Adam Hangman Page, it, it wasn't versus, versus Joey Janela with Penelope Ford. The match was great. Yeah, it wasn't. It was so, some great ladder, ladder spots with one with jo- Joey Janela getting off the ladder to the Hangman's noose through a table on the outside. We yeah. thought Joey was dead. Yeah. There's like, you kill Joey, <laughs> Chance. You, you kill Joey, Chance. It was hilarious. And, and Hangman Page was like, no, no. Like going crazy. Like, no. Hey, there was this <laughs> MacGuffin in the match that there was this trash bag that was brought out. Everyone's like, it's tax, it's tax. Yeah, everyone's tax. I look, you know, it's, you know, I go, it's the phone. It's the phone, I'm like, yeah. It's like, it's like I, I had to remind him, it's the phone that you killed Joey Ryan with. It's like, oh, oh okay. And then Penelope Ford brings it up. She takes it out, and it's his boots. It's cowboy boots. It had yeah. the drop of blood on it from Joey Ryan. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at this. Okay, so they're playing up the BTE story arc, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I might say so. Um, and then with that, it also was amazing, too, with that, too, that he brings out the phone. As Joey's up on the ladder, he runs up. And starts beating him with it, and does the hangman's noose yeah. with it, and hangs him off there for a little bit, and then flips him off. But after the match, um, hangman, hangman, page one, he's out there celebrating. Let's go off. Purple comes up, and then all of a sudden, we're not gonna say it. inflatable we're not gonna say male it. parts. Oh, you not to say it. Now, come out now. YouTube's gonna delete this video. I did not say what it actually was. said male parts. It could be butts. It could be beards. Oh, it came man. out. In, it, like, like inflatable ones with people dressed up and, you know, comes out. And then Joey Ryan's music hits and Joey Ryan comes out straight his stuff. Um, we, we get the um, pump up uh, penis pie, uh, slam, whatever he calls it. I forget. Yeah. Yeah, it's the weirdest move ever, if you see it. It's pretty much a Von Eric Claw on the nuts. And it, it's Joey uses his power to flip people. So, yeah. Which was crazy. You have to see the BTE stuff in order to understand that. That's all I'm going to say. That match was 20 minutes. Jeez. And 8 seconds. Yeah. 20 minutes and 8 seconds. That includes the whole thing with Joey Ryan at yeah. the end. And they were... and they carry him out like a sacrificial lamb so it's mm-hmm. like Joey Ryan's like Undertaker now yes next match next one is the singles match for the ROH World Championship which is weird that I thought it would at least be the ROH World title and then the NWA title at the end yeah because it's Jay Lethal versus Flip Gordon Flip Gordon comes out with Brandy Rhodes as you know he's a military man so Brandy comes out she has a polka dot her video trans polka dots which I think is awesome because of yeah. For, for her late father-in-law. Yep. She comes out wearing a, a, mil, a, mil, a female military outfit. And then Flip comes out wearing his fatigues. And yeah. so the reason they're there is they're, they're good friends. And she's managing them because they're good friends. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on between them. Blah, 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 blah. That's going to end up being a storyline at some point. And the storyline, that's why Bo- Flip wasn't booked to begin with. Because Cody doesn't trust him. That's what the whole thing of mm-hmm. Flip not being booked was about. Um, and then Jay Lethal, but like before this match, they show a little video clip of him walking toward, walking to the entranceway. And he goes, you see these glasses and be like, hey, Jay, here. He looks at him. He looks at him like, no. No, no, no. no. 
and then he gets hit on his shoulder. And then it just ends that way. And then all of a sudden you're like, you just hear the pump and circumstances play. And all of a sudden, the fe- crowd erupts. <laughs> Out comes Black Machismo with Chicago, with Illinois' own Lanny Poffel, the brother of Randy Savage. And Jay was actually wearing a Macho Man, and a real Macho Man uh-huh. jacket. Uh-huh. And the hat. Yeah. L- L- he got permission from Lanny yeah. to do that. He goes, I won't pay a homage to your brother with my Black Machismo character. He loves it. He goes, oh, when Randy was alive, he loved that character. Mm-hmm. He thought it was the most accurate portrayal of Randy Savage ever. Yeah. And, and it was hilarious because he did... What, what people don't realize is I had to look back on this match again yeah. in order to realize this. There was a WrestleMania 3 spot with Miss Elizabeth. Uh-huh. That Randy, he tells her, he grabs yeah. her, you stay here! No, I know, I know that was WrestleMania yeah. 3. There, yeah. there were some other ones in there with um, um, Flip getting hulked up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> him putting Brandy on his shoulder. And yeah, yeah, going around. Yeah, yeah. It, it was awesome. It was because awesome. At, 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 at once, at once, he, he's black machismo. Brandy hits him in the shoulder. He becomes Jay Lethal, and then it's over for Flip. It's over for Flip. Well, Flip was making a comeback then. Yeah, Flip and then Lanny gonna... hit him again, and then it was completely over. We're like, yep, yeah. yep. Uh, black machismo is going to win this. Yeah, Jay Lethal, yeah. Jay Lethal wins with a lethal injection. Yes. A lethal combination to a lethal injection. But not before doing four Macho Man elbow drops. Yes. From each turnbuckle. From each turnbuckle. That was amazing. That, that Flip didn't really move. He just... He's like, I'll take it. He just took him. Yeah. Flip hulked up in the match. It was yeah. fun. And Black Machismo won. Jay Lethal yep. won. Obviously, I, I didn't think they were going to have, actually have the ROH world title change hands here. They're not an official ROH. No, no. Well, considering you had ROH officials, you had ROH announced the announced team. Yeah, but it still wasn't officially changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. NWA is different because it's more yeah. territorial. Their yeah. title is so they can do the stuff like that. Yeah. Four- now, if this was New Japan, then yeah, they would. Fourteen twenty one. Yep. Ne- ne- fourteen twenty one was that match. That was an all right match. After the, it, it's the it goes back into wrestling after the comedy match of Hangman Page. Yeah. It was kind of but, but, comedic in some ways, uh, but yeah. it brought us back into the... After... Set. I'm going to tell everyone this. After Cody, uh-huh. the crowd was dead. Oh, like, yeah. Completely dead. Yeah. This match with... Uh, kind of... Jay brought a little bit of life back, but then... Yeah. Yeah. The next match really brought it back. It was Kenny Omega versus Penta L0M. For those of you that don't know who Penta L0M is, it's Pentagon... Junior yeah. from is it AAA or CMLL? One of those two. CMLL. Yeah, CMLL down in Mexico, um, or on Lucha Underground East, East Pentagon Dark. Yes. Zero Mania. Zero Fear. Yes. And those chants were going on throughout the thing all the time. It was like no one was really chanting for Kenny. It was all Penta. Yeah. Really. Well, because this is the first time. A crowd like Chicago has seen Penta in action. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so this match happens. It's a very back to for- back and forth match. Um, well, last rights was given by the No Fear. The last rights of No Fear were given by Penta. Kenny Omega kicks out. Yeah. Um, Kenny Omega tries a submission hold. Doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Um, so he... Puts up his hand, pulls the trigger, does the V trigger, 
yeah. into the ele- what he calls one wing, one winged angel or an electric chair drop. Okay, the Sephiroth got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's technically yeah. That's where he got it. Yeah, from, he's a video game fan, so that's pretty much why he calls it that. Yeah, he goes he goes. I always played Final Fantasy. I always rooted for Sephiroth, never Cloud. Yeah, but anyways, this match went seventeen minutes and forty seven seconds. But what happened after the match is what has people talking. <laughs> Kenny Omega celebrating his victory. Does his gun pose. Lights go off. And they stay off. Yeah, we're like... I, I'm like going... Did power go out? I'm like, uh, what's going on? Like, 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 I thought something was happening. We couldn't make it out. Someone behind us thought... I heard I heard the names. Is it CM Punk? Is Punk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they thought, oh, someone sneaking in from somewhere... And then we see it. Lights turn back on. Kenny's in the ring. Penta's on the ground. Yeah. But when Penta gets... Kenny's celebrating again. Yeah. Penta gets up. I'm like, Ian, that's not Penta. I look, go, at, I look at him. I look at him. I'm like, Graydon, the tattoo. That's yeah. not Penta. That's not Penta. I, we look at each other and we're like... No. We, we're like, no, no it's not. No, no, no. And it and, was. And he rips off the mask. After he did he did, the, he did a finisher. A he, he, he does a move to knock down Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is outside the ring. He rips off the mask, and everyone goes crazy when it's revealed it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, he goes, no one knew it was Chris Jericho no. until he spoke. Until he spoke. Because he said he, they found, they, they had Penta bring a suit. Penta didn't have another gold suit, so it was silver. So one of the tech guys went out and bought gold spray paint. And they uh-huh. spray painted gold. Yeah. So that way it matched. He was in costume and makeup at the Sears Center all day, well, when he came in, from the time he came in, from a concert. And they're rock. That, yeah. The night before. Yeah. To that show. Flying back to Little Rock again for another concert. Yep. Yeah. He and rips so, it off and goes, Kenny Omega! Well, he That's, just sits there. You have the blacked eyes and the makeup right over the mouth. And just sitting there. And it's like, he's just looking. And the fans are chanting, Y2J. 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 And he, he kind of smiles. Gets on the mic. Yells, Kenny Omega! Just like that. It kind of like an anime. Yeah. Kenny Omega! I'll see you on the Jericho, Jericho Cruise. Cruise. Drops the mic. I'm like, I'm like going, Ooh. this is a good way to promote the Jericho Cruise. Yeah. The Rock and, the rock and Wrestling Rager at yeah. sea. Yeah. That him, um, TNA, is a part of NROH. So. And some New Japan guys. But not WWE, which no. is sad. No, no. Where the, where the, um, Y2 Jackson or the Bucks of Jericho whatever you want Alpha Club or Alpha Club Alpha Club take on Cody Kenny and Hangman yeah no and and Marty sorry and Marty yeah represent Bullet Club so I'm like okay this is gonna be a great match I'm not paying for those tickets though I might I might catch that out on video or something next match Ian after the Penta match the next match is another one that brought down the house. That actually is the longest match, match of the night. Night longer than the NWA World Championship yep. match. Yep. This next match was twenty six minutes. Yeah, we had Kazuchika Okada. I probably mispronounced that. Versus Marty Scroll. Yep. Stories short, short and official. Well, well, Marty Japan Mar- ref there. Yeah, uh, Marty's new. Mar- Marty's new thing is that he wants to be a heavyweight. So this yeah. is his first heavyweight fight. Um, Everyone against is the, chanting, 
You're oh. a heavyweight. I'm like, no, yeah. he's not. No, no. We like to. Everyone was like trying to get behind Marty, but most everyone was behind Okada. Oh, dude. Okada's like huge. Yeah, especially if they said, Marty, scroll. Okada. They we're going back for. I was rooting for Okada. Uh, so was I. I love Okada. Oh, the Rainmaker. He made it rain with his Okada dollars. Yeah. I, I wish it was all the way around the arena so we could get some Okada dollars. Yeah. But it wasn't. I was sad. I wanted some Okada money. Yeah. And I wanted yeah. to buy stuff at, at Starcast with it. Hey, I got some Okada money. But, but uh, long story short, Okada dominates. Okada destroys him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okada wins, hands yep. down. And the and next then the last, last match, match of the, of the night. night. Which people were like, yeah, about I, 11.48. I was, a lot of people were dead by then. A lot of people were dead. Because Okada had some great moments. The Jericho thing, Okada was still a lively crowd. This last match of the night was kind of the go-home match. It was kind of, okay. Well, Hurry up and get done so we can leave. In a, you know, we're running out of time match. Yeah. This happened to be. Well, I the, think it's because Okada went over. Yeah. I think Okada's match Well, I think, I think the Cody celebration also did it, too. Or the fact that secure it was found out that security led Jericho to the wrong side of the entrance. Mm. Way he was supposed to come out where the announcers were, ah. and they led him to the wrong side. So they had to run around the thing yeah. in the back to get him to the right spot. That's why it was so long. Yeah. Um. But it was the Golden Leader, Matt and Nick Jackson, or the Young Bart, yep. and Kota Ibushi, yep. defeating the team as I called them, El Luchadors of yeah. Bandito. Phoenix and Rey Mysterio. Phoenix, the younger brother of Pentagon Jr., and yeah. Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio come like Rey Mysterio's the last one out for his team. It was weird because it was like the other it two was were his out. music and yeah. video. The other two came out. We go, where's Rey? And then he comes out as Wolverine. Yeah, I'm like, he comes out wearing a Wolverine costume. Okay, he's Wolverine. I'm like that. That's pretty cool. Yes. Well, we we obviously get six one nine that was stopped. We begin with it, then the Luchadors. Make sure it happens. Yeah. And that's when they find out that they're running out of time. So, so they all, so all, so everyone does their high flying spots and gets yeah. them all in. Match ends. Well, 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 Phoenix breaks up the pin. Then they were going for the pin. The yeah. ref gets the call in his earpiece. Hey, time to go. Because I saw it on Botchamania. Yeah. Well, Matthew had it better on Botchamania because he was recording it right there for, for, uh, and he saw it. He was like, wow, really? So he saw it there and he, um, Put on there. The ref goes. It's time to bring it home. We're running out of time. Okay, so so they do that. Phoenix goes to kick out, and Phoenix then realizes what's happening. The guy doesn't yeah. speak a word of English. Yeah, and didn't Ray like mouth it to him? Hey, hurry up! Yeah. Oh, and he realized that, so he rolls back out of the ring. The young bucks do their Meltzer driver to end it. Yeah. One, two, three in the middle of the ring, and and all six men celebrate together. Mm-hmm. And I mean. Yes, it was rushed to end the show, but they didn't want to be like the other company, the other big company out there that runs their pay-per-views over. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and now Ray's going to that company. Supposedly. Oh, supposedly going to that company. Yes. Even if it's just a Legends contract, so, but anyways, with this show, Ian, what would you rate it? And we're not doing a David Meltzer scale where it will be a 28 star. 28 star out of 5, no. Overall show. Overall show? Yeah. We're not doing each match okay. as we would have right. done each match as we were doing it. Overall show? Yes. 
Yeah. 4.25, 4.5, If they allow the last match to run its full course. To run its full course, I would like to have seen it that way, but I understand why they did it. Yeah. I would say, for me, it's a 4.75. It wasn't necessarily a five star, but it was like a four and three quarter star. Well, it brought down the house. It was what these guys envisioned wrestling to be, and that's what they said at the end. They stated at the end, like after it was all done, the show was done. Young Bucks, Cody, Brandy, yeah. the wives of the Young Bucks, um, all except Nick's, because he goes, "Where's my family?" <laughs> there, the Bucks' parents come down. Kenny's there. They're talking about how they put this all together, how they did it for the fans, and they wanted to give them what they felt wrestling should be, their right. vision of wrestling. And lo and behold, 11,000 people in that arena agreed with them that that's what wrestling should be. And they alluded to a fact that all in double or nothing might be happening. All in double or nothing. That might be happening. We, we haven't gotten any official word. Chicago. We haven't had any official word on that. Yeah. But if it does happen again, I think it's going to be some time before we see it. Yeah. It's going right. to be some time because this took a lot of a lot of work to get together. Uh, not just a lot of work, but a lot of money put up front for stuff like this. Oh, yeah. They said they would never be able to sell out a ten, sell 10,000 seats. For 30 minutes, sells out 10,000 seats. Says it's sold out 10,000 seats, but then they had packages where, oh, if you get this, you're going to get these seats, but I thought you were sold out. Yeah, StarCast did it. Oh. Yeah, next time me and Grand learned a lesson, we're going to spend the extra money so we can get the floor seats yes. so we have more room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the seats were relatively small. We're going to take the group by by stuff halfway through the show, Ian. Which is weird. Yeah, yeah. so we got it spread out because yeah. we're two big guys trying to sit next to each other in, like, yeah. Ugandan airline seats. Yeah. Don't yeah. get started on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we, we do that because we've both been to Uganda and both yeah. have flown on those puddle jumpers, so. Yeah. yeah. So, this was all in, folks. It was great. If you saw it live in person, let us know, and we would like to reconnect some memories with you guys. Um, yeah. You guys saw it on TV? You, it does, it let, us know what the, let us know what the commentary said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let curious. us know if there was any funny parts on commentary. Yeah. With or some of the montages, yeah, because we couldn't hear any of that. Yeah, we couldn't see or hear any any of the stuff that was going on on the TVs. So, because obviously it's a live show, we can't hear that stuff. So I want to know what that happens. I'm definitely buying the DVD when it comes out. Yes. Um. Definitely, if there's one that's signed by at least the Bucks and Cody, I'm at least going to try and get that one. Well, that one might be only so many numbers, but here's all the rest of the DVDs. Yeah. I'll try and get one of those. If I miss out, I'll get a regular DVD. Did yeah. that too. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have something that says afterwards, just go put your name on a sheet if you want the DVD. So or. Sorry, they don't or, have any copies anymore. Or anything. give us. Yeah. Well, I think they kind of knew all that with the number that they released, a little, a little over 11,000. Yeah. I think they realized how much they're going to have to do for a DVD. Which I'm wondering if they're going to more so stream, do it as a digital download. Probably. More so than a DVD, yeah. physical DVD. Yeah. Oh, here, here's a code. If you were at all in, um, here's a we, code. D. Here's a code. If you were at all in, give us a show us a copy of your ticket on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Yeah. And we will give you guys. We will send you guys the code for that, so it doesn't go out in the public. Yeah. 
and you guys can have first dibs on the DVD uh, on the digital stuff. I can see them doing that because these guys are all about that social media stuff and do, doing that. And guys, when we come back next week here on the clock, we're going to be doing. We're doing a wrestling rebooking. Yes, we haven't done one in a while. So we're we, and we're going to say this one takes place during the Attitude Era. We're just going to leave it at that. Yes. Yeah. We've already done we Undertaker. Exactly, yeah, we We've already done Undertaker Streak. So that yeah. that's, a, that's not the one. No. Well, we have kind of three this, three that go around the realm of the Attitude Era. Yeah. Era. We're going to eventually do all three, but our next one is going to be going to be big. It's going to be big. It's, yeah. Should we just say yeah. it's, it, it's going to be golden? Uh, not that one. Oh, not that one. Not yeah. that one. Okay. That one would be golden if we were yes. doing it, but yes. no, not that one. The one that let's just say would have changed the complete balance of power. Oh yeah. Oh, that one. Yes. Oh. Do we want to hint at it? No. Let's just tell them what episode eighty-three will be in. Or we could make it episode eighty-four. Yes. We'll, we'll wait a week. And we'll wait a week and make it episode eighty, and we'll talk four. comic news next week. Yes, because comic a lot of and movie news, news that way. <laughs> so we'll make and it week eighty. Uh, Clog eighty-four will be our wrestling rebooking. You guys are smart. You're going to pick up on that. Yeah, it's two weeks away, number 84. So you guys are going to be smart with that one. Yes. And Eric Bischoff, if you're listening, please don't kill us. Please don't kill us. Smile. Ting. Ting. Sparkle, sparkle. Yes. But anyways, um, until next time, this has been the Copyrights of the Geekdom. I'm Graydon. And I'm Ian. And this has been The Claw.